Welcome to Presence Church Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit presenceoc.org. Oh man, how many people here uh, talking about money makes you feel awkward? Just kidding. Don't raise your hand. <laughs> I won't talk about money, but I actually love it because I found that that's a place that's hard for me sometimes to trust God. And so like, like we should be talking about the areas that keep us from God. Um, that's just, just extra. Um, so if, you, if you're offended at anything about that we talked about, sowing and reaping and bread and seed, um, bless you. Um, it's a good thing. Um, just hang out long enough to see where, where, where love will take you in that. Um, man, welcome. Dude, I just get excited every time I see you guys. <laughs> Some of you guys even just met me for the first time. Jesus. All right. Um, well, hey, my name's Jesse Skinner. My wife, Jessica, stand up. Some half people haven't met you here. Come on. Boom. It's true, Michelle. We really did joke that we wanted her to come join us. We weren't serious, um, but God spoke to her, and, and now we get her. Um, so, man, I've got two kids, uh, August and Reagan. August is one and a half. Reagan's four. Kids are beautiful and wonderful. Um, man, thank you, Father. Just, pr- just reach out your hand to me. And just pray for me right now. <laughs> Father, just, just say, help him, Jesus. <laughs> Be with him. <laughs> Give him wisdom. Tell him what not to say. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> ah, come on, God. Oh, man, it's so good up here. Um, man. <laughs> You know what's neat about starting your own church? You get to do it the way you want to do it. And uh, I actually really love church. I didn't grow up in church. I didn't, I didn't get hurt by anybody. And I don't have any weird beliefs about pastors and leaders. Um, I know it happens. It totally happens. I get it. Um, thankfully, like, I, I just, I just love, I love the church. I love the body. Um, and I love that we get to do it our way here. Just, just, just being truthful. Like we get to do worship however we want. Thank you, guys, and um, and the, and the group, and yeah, we just get to we get to give announcements however we want. We get to do offering. We get to do kids church. You know that our kids are going to learn are, are learning how to hear from God. That's amazing. Like most people that I teach how to hear from God, they're like, this is so difficult. And you know what I tell them? I say, you know, it's because you're an adult. That's a real problem. Because <laughs> seven-year-olds know how to hear from God a whole lot better than we do. Anyway, if you want to hear from God, and what I mean by that is like the person sitting next to you, you're just like, man, I wish I knew what God wanted to say to them right now. That's what I'm talking about. And I promise you that um, I've taught hundreds of people how to hear from God. And some people call it prophecy or whatever. We just, we just want to make it easy and simple. If that's on your heart because you just want to love on people and, and, and change their lives through the love of God, like stay a little bit afterwards. We'll probably start it maybe 10, 15 minutes after we finish so we can pray for people. And then we'll do that. So if you want, just maybe meet over in our quote unquote library and uh, we'll do the training over here somewhere. All right? All right. Um, I need to know what time it is so I don't... I, 
I have a tendency to talk a lot. I do. <laughs> it's a gift. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, ah, Lord, thank you. So my heart today, um, I want to talk about, ah, oh, my wife's laughing. She's going to wreck me. Um, <laughs> um, I want to talk about what does it mean to, to go after God? Because I think that's a core thing that if I wish the people coming into our, our little community that wanted to be a part of our community, um, I, I, I wish that if I, could, if I could lead them into something that would set them up for success to become a powerful lover of God, a son or a daughter, it would be to teach them or show them how to, how to go after God. And it's such a weird thing. Some people are like, I'm going to go after God with everything I've got. We call that sweaty faith. You're like, oh, God, I'm going to get you. And other people like have no idea how to go after God. They're like, well, what if I just go to church? Or what if I, I volunteer somewhere? Does that work? And, you know, there's no wrong way to go after God. Praise the Lord. Like, there's no right and wrong way. But I, I've found, as I've walked with people over the years, that there's, that there's little things that you can help them, like, direct and kind of shift the way they think about certain things, okay? And so I hope to kind of just plant some seeds um, in your hearts, in your minds, that will, that will get you kind of thinking about, how am I going to go after God? And the beautiful thing is, like, when I went after my wife, it wasn't weird it wasn't like I had to go to a building. It's really good. I, 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 just, I just built relationship. I went after her. I went after her. She's a person. <laughs> and I looked at her. I'm like, wow. She's gorgeous. Wow. God, I want that. You know? Like, she's amazing. Look at the way she just leads people and loves people. And wow. And I look at God. I say, God, look at the way you love people. Look at the way you healed that person. Look at the way you were there for her when she needed you. And I'm like, I want to go after you, God. And so I want to talk a little bit about how do you even go after God? And that's just a language thing too. Like, what is go after? So I don't go after people. I don't know. It's silly. We, Christians, we say weird things. Um, but I, I love it because it's fun. It's, it's you. It's me. It's, so I, wanted, I just want to share my testimony, too, because I'm relational. And I think it'd be fun for you guys to know a little bit kind of how I like, went after God. And maybe it'll help you. And I think as we get people up here like Chris and Nicole and others, and you, they might share parts of their story. And, um, and I hope you're sharing your story with people. Um, it'll change your life. and It'll change theirs in the process. But, um, wow, and i got to keep an eye on my time. One thing we just have a passion to do is not preach for an hour. Um, um, I know we can, and I, I just, we think um, some of you guys are laughing because you've been in places that preach for an hour, and that's really okay. I don't have a problem with that, but I think we, we just, we don't want the speaking and the talking to be the main thing all the time, or, or really, in my opinion, we can do a lot in 20 to 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes. I don't know, whatever we do, but I just want to let you guys know our heart is, 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 we don't want to talk for a long time because I don't remember everything. Um, I want to give you a little bit to remember and take home or whatever to, 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 to really sit in your heart. And if, I, if we talk for an hour and a half, like you're going to remember nothing. <laughs> so we're just going to give you a few keys here and there. So if all you took was what Chris said about offering, or if you just grabbed a piece of what he said about healing, or you just grabbed something that God shared with you, man, 
awesome, right? If you just remember one little thing that God gives you, that's your only responsibility. So you don't have to even remember everything I say. Just grab a hold of something that'll shift and change your life today. So my, my, I, you know, I, I grew up in Seattle, Washington. Anybody? Anybody? Crickets? A couple people? Yay, God. Come on, Seattle. <laughs> it rains there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I grew up there until I was 21. When I was 21, I, I graduated college and went into the, the Navy. Um, as an officer, I was in the Navy for nine years, and um, I flew helicopters. It was a lot of fun. Um, if you come to me and you say, I'm thinking about going to the Navy, Jesse, what do you think? I'd say, don't do it. I would convince you not to. And then if you still wanted to go in, I'd be, I'd be excited for you. So if I can convince you not to, amen. We had some friends that their, their ministry was convincing people not to get married. And, um, and if, they could, they could, if they could talk you out of it, then it, then it was probably a good thing. Uh, but if they couldn't talk you out of it, <laughs> anyway, don't, you don't have to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm just stream of thought sometimes. That's why we pray for me. Um, so I went in the Navy, and um, I didn't become a Christian until after high school through a group called Young Life. Um, amazing, like, high school ministry. They're out here. They're everywhere. They're amazing. And I went into Young Life really because I just wanted to be around pretty girls and, um, and play games. And so, um, um, and, then I got, and then God grabbed me, right? How do you know? Like, God doesn't care how you get there. If you just get in the door, it, it's a done deal. And I got around, I got around God, um, even a little bit or a lot, it doesn't matter because he's God <laughs> and he knows your language. He knows how to, how to pull you in. Even today, even once you're saved, he still knows how to pull you in. So I, I got pulled in. I, I gave my life to Jesus um, after, high, after high school um, and uh, I went to college and, and didn't really do much with my faith for the first couple of years. And then I was in a, a Christian guy's house for, for, with 50 guys um, at the University of Washington and um, 50 guys is a lot, and they were all at different parts of their faith. You know, um, one time, uh, oh, now i got to filter which stories not to tell. <laughs> we were just all over the place. There was guys that had never known God before that were still getting drunk, and, and there were guys that were, like, reading their word every day, and I was, I was, I was kind of in the middle, but I really didn't, I'd never read my Bible. I didn't know what that, even, I, it just wasn't in my wasn't in my process to even think about reading the Bible. I just, I knew I was a Christian. There were some things I couldn't do anymore. And that's all I knew. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so as I, you know, I learned more about God. I remember after my sophomore year, I, 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 I realized what worship was really about. It took me a while. And um, I was worshiping there and I just couldn't t- take my hands down anymore. I was just like, oh my, this is so good. Hey, my hands are still up. And I remember thinking, I've got it. <laughs> I've arrived. I don't know what this means, but this is God. And I told my friend, I says, I think I can worship now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, this is good. It's just me. You know, I, this is just me. It's just you get to be you and I get to be me. I don't have to be a quote unquote senior leader. I just get to be me. And we're doing this together. Right. I hope there's something, I know there's something I can, I can, I can instill and bestow on, on, just like you can and the person next to you. So my heart is to kill all the little hierarchicals we have in the body that, oh, that, he's, I want to be like her. Or, oh, she talks the most. I want to be like, wow. Like, I just want to be a Christian. 
part, like, I'd rather be in the kids' service half the month. Like, I'll be honest. Like, if God's in there, I want to be in there. So uh, this is just me. I just, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm supposed to be up here. I, I, I want to own what my calling on my life is. It's really good. But at the same time, I don't want you to think that this is arriving. Right? Because I, I arrived when I was a sophomore with my hands raised going, I got it. <laughs> I'm worshiping God. I've arrived. Um, all right. So then, uh, then so I, I, I graduated college. I think I better figure out how to read the Bible because I'm about to go to the Navy without all my friends and it's going to get real. And, um, and so it got real. And uh, <laughs> it's funny. It wasn't until after I became a Christian that I actually drank alcohol for the first time. Um, anyway, so uh, that was a pretty good kid. Anyway, so I went to the Navy and met some great people, started going to church a little bit here and there. And, and you know, over time I realized, well, I, wow, it doesn't feel good to go to clubs anymore. I should probably stop that. And then I'd show up to church with, with just feeling horrible because I, I, I drank a little bit the night before. And I'm like, this doesn't feel right either. So I stopped doing that too. And nobody told me to. It just didn't feel good in my heart anymore, right? You know, that's how God changes us and, and, and transforms us. Is it just, it's no longer fun to do some of that stuff anymore. You know, it's not fun to be selfish anymore. I think I'll just be generous. <laughs> And so, um, anyway, so I, 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 in 2000, so after two years of training, I ended up in San Diego, and, um, and this is really where my testimony kind of begins. My friend, my friend that was a year behind me in flight school was, was having a prayer meeting with the pastors, and, and back then I thought pastoring was, was arriving. It's not, um, but I thought it was, and I just thought, I got, I said, wow, you're praying with the pastors? That's amazing. And, and I just thought, that, that's arriving. I'm like, I want to do that, God. I'm, I'm jealous. I should be further along. I led him to Jesus. <laughs> and I got jealous for more of God. And God's a jealous father. He's jealous for you to encounter his love. And I got jealous from what I wasn't seeing. And that's okay. Sometimes you get jealous about what other people are doing. You're like, I want to be like him. I see the love in, on his life. I see how much he's, I see the freedom they're walking in. And that makes me jealous for God. So I just said, God, I want you more. And I, and I started, walk, I lived in Ocean Beach at the time off of Niagara. And I, I, would, I had some time. So I, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd walk along the beach and I just, I'd talk to God. And I didn't know how to talk to God because I didn't have really have a real relationship with him. But I was, I, but I, I went to church and stuff, and I started meeting these homeless guys on the, on the streets, and they like, they knew God. <laughs> and there was a guy in him called O.B. Dillon, and he played his guitar backwards, and he actually had a hole in his guitar because there was no pick guard on the other side. And um, he was just brilliant. He just, he was fasting for like, he was on day 30 of like a 40-day fast. He was skin and bones, but he was just full of love. And I met, I met another guy named Ija, and, and, and he just impressed. I was like, wow, this, these people just know God so much better than I do. And I just said, God, I want to know you. And I started going on walks, talking to him. And I don't know that he talked back to me because at the time I didn't realize that was possible. I didn't have a hearing from God class. <laughs> but I'm being serious. Nobody told me I could talk to God and hear from him. So anyway, all of a sudden the words started becoming real to me. I don't have to tell, I don't have to, have to explain. It was totally supernatural. It was just grace. It just, it just stuck out to me. Everybody ever had that feeling with that first time? The word just started like sticking out to you more. Just raise your hand. Who is that? Yeah. 
Stuff just starts happening when you go after God with more, which is, you get jealous for him. And I, I started, and, I, and then I met my friend Eddie Brown down in San Diego. He lives in Reading now, but, and, and he was a little bit more crazy about God than I was. And you, you got to find people that are more hungry for God than you are. You got to find them. And when you find them, ask, to, can I hang out with you? Where are you going tomorrow? And, and I would just hang out with him. We'd go find Holy Spirit worship nights. And one was in a, uh, a ministry that met in an in a, in a old garage and, and fed the homeless. And they just worshiped. And anyway, one day my friend Eddie goes, hey, Jesse, did you know God heals people? I'm like, oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> that's, that's really great. I'm sure you can do anything he wants to do. And he says, no, no, God really, I said, prove it. You show me. I want to go anywhere you're going to go where you think God's going to heal someone. And so I started going to all these meetings that I'd never been to. I didn't have a view for what Pentecostalism was, was charismatic. I had, I had no denominational like, mindset. So it, I didn't care where I went because I just wanted to go where God was going to move. And so, I, and so I, ended up, I saw enough people get healed that I finally realized, okay, all right, I believe it. God heals people. That's amazing. No, no, Jesse, God can heal through you. Yeah, I'm sure he could. <laughs> I was such a, I just didn't believe him. And so, man, I just started praying for people. I just started laying hands on people. I went down the streets. I would, I would just, I would find people to pray for. And, and I tell you, I prayed for a lot of people before I saw someone get healed. But eventually, eventually, I saw it enough that I believed. And, and I started seeing who God is. See, healing's not about healing. Healing is about God. Healing is about the, the, the love of God transforming someone's life. It's a whole lot more than that, but that's what it was to me. I was like, whoa, God, you're just bigger. And then he says, and then, and then I heard about prophecy, and, and, I, and I learned a prophecy from, uh, from somebody, and it just blew my mind that one word from me that God gives me for somebody else could just change everything in their life. I mean, there's people, I mean, I've just, this is the most fun encounters. Even just last Wednesday, we were praying for somebody and, and it just, it, the testimony, she says, just, my heart got so changed by that word. I can't believe God shared that with you. And so I just started learning more about who God was. And, and, and I just, after a while, and then I met Jessica and she's doing the same stuff and we're doing it together and we're just going after God. Then we started a home group in La Jolla when we got married in 2008 and and, and we went for like two and a half years, and, and God just kept showing up. <laughs> and, and he just kept tra- transforming people's lives. And, and eventually, we, we, we went to a ministry school. I got out of the Navy, um, and, and we decided, we just want to see people's lives transform. That's all we want to do now. I went, this is what we were made for. I'm not really made for the Navy, although I love it. We're made for this. And so Jessica and I, I left the Navy. We went up to Reading to do uh, what we thought was going to be six months of training and just learn what, um, how to do things better. There's a ministry school up there called Bethel, or a church called Bethel. We went to a church, uh, ministry school up there, and um, it's amazing. Um, and we learned, and we thought six months would be enough. It turned into three years because... We saw more of God. See, God, God doesn't overwhelm you sometimes. Sometimes he totally overwhelms you. <laughs> You're just on the floor going, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but sometimes he's super gentle. And he's just like, did, did you see this part? Did you know I heal? Did, 
Did you know I can lead you into this place? Did you know this isn't a big deal, that there's peace and rest here? And he just woos you in these little pieces, you know? Maybe your friend says something to you and it changes everything in your heart, but it's little. So we, we thought we were gonna get a little bit and we we're gonna bring it back down and start a church back in 2010. We stayed for three years because we were just blown away at how big God is and we just couldn't, we didn't feel like we, we were ready to leave. So we just kept getting more and more from God, learning more about who he is hanging out with, with powerful Christians. That's all it is. The school and the church, it's just a structure for powerful people to come in. That's all this is. It's a structure for, for lovers of God to come together and ignite each other. Because you can do this at home. Let's be real. There's a lot of stuff on YouTube you could watch and look at. and You can have your own mini encounters with God or big encounters. But to me, I come here because I want to get around lovers, fiery lovers. I want to look at you guys worship. I want to be like, oh God, I'm just, I'm just jealous for more God. I'm just, I see these people, they've, they've given their time and their love and their, their energy and they could be at home with their kids or having brunch or whatever, but they chose to come here and be around other lovers of God and just, just get more in love with God, get more transformed, get more free. Come on. If you're coming to church and you're not getting more free, we're doing something wrong. And so, ah, so we left Reading, came back down here because my, uh, my beautiful in-laws, Jessica's parents live in Newport Beach and we wanted to raise our family around, around family. And um, so we've been here since 2013 and yeah. And we've just been doing community. That's all we know how to do is do community with other lovers of God. Um, yeah. And you know, we've been watching the people that gather together get transformed right before our eyes. So if you come and you keep coming, I promise you, you won't stay the same. I will make very few promises because expectations are big, but I promise if you keep showing up, everything's going to change. It may not happen in one moment. It may not happen in one month or year, but I promise you everything will change. I could tell testimonies after testimony, people that are in this room even, uh, of, of drugs, of prison, of drugs again, and then, and then, and then prison, and then more, and then car theft, and then, and then, and then today, my friends are out there working, driving trucks, serving ice cream, and, and giving people an encounter with Jesus as they, as they share what God's saying about them, healing the sick everywhere they go. And I promise you, like, if that's your heart to go after God more, hang out for a bit. And, and you'll, you're, you'll realize you're not alone. Everybody here is after God. And I just don't know how to do church any other way. So I'll apologize once. <laughs> if this isn't what you're going for, I'm, um, I'm not really sorry for that. But I, I guess I'm just sorry if this is overwhelming. Because um, I, I recognize it can be. But this is all we know. It's just laying my life down for God and just believing that when I step into this building, I'm going to get all of God has to give me. I mean, the presence in this room is insane. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> um, it, it is just, this is all you need to get to encounter God. Oh no, he wants me now. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, we just want you. <laughs> It's really good. You can just feel the Lord on that, though, kind of. 
he's jealous for his dad. <laughs> I'm jealous for him. Somebody else go. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Are we going to get to a message? Yes, we are. Um, I also want to say, like, I love the word. There's times we're just going to read the Bible and get bla- just get encountered by God. I promise you. But I, I also don't feel like I need to correct all the wrongs of the past. I don't feel like I have to make, I don't have to read the Bible so that people think, do these guys like the Bible? And I, and I also don't think I need to not read the Bible for people that are like, oh, I wish they were more free here. I just want to do what God's called us to do. And sometimes he calls us to share our lives. And sometimes he calls us to read line upon line. So we're going to do it all. But I don't want to react to what things have gone wrong in the past. I just want to do what God, calls us to, God has called us to. Is that all right? Cool. All right. Cool. See, I'm really free. And I, <laughs> I just am. I'm just, and, and looking at you guys makes me more free. So, um, but I think this ministers to our hearts. It's just, it reminds us. So, yeah. Um, you know, Proverbs says that one who is, Proverbs 27.7 says that one who is full loathes honey from the comb, but to the hungry, even that which is bitter tastes sweet. See, if you're not hungry for God, not, not, like, even that which is really good, you're just like, meh. Someone got healed, meh. Oh, you, oh, the present showed up in the room? Yeah, but, yeah, but I could do anything on Sundays. But to somebody that is that has tasted and seen that the Lord is good, to somebody that has seen a glimpse of transformation in their heart, that is that is that is that has seen their friends get true, that has seen somebody else that is like, hey, I look at you, and there's something about you. I'm jealous that for whatever it is that you have, I just I need I need abundant life in my life right now because I'm stressed and I'm afraid all the time. Could I have what you have? Absolutely. See, to the hungry. Everything, everything tastes sweet. I love what Gus said. I asked him, you know, like, what did you think of worship last week, Gus? And he goes, oh, man, it's so easy to lead this group in worship. It's so easy. They're just, they just want to worship. Come on. It's not his job to make us hungry to worship. His job is just to lead us somewhere so that we can just run around and play with God. His, his job is just to point us somewhere. Our job is just to be excited that God's about to move, get hungry. Come on. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you, Father. So I just want to challenge you, and I... Yeah, it's good. So I, 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 I kind of want to kind of wind down off this because I could just keep talking because I really just have one message. And I, I spoke at YWAM and I, and I counted as a total of 15 hours worth of speaking. And I realized that was my sweet spot. <laughs> Seriously, I will literally talk about God for 15 hours. Huh. He's so good. There's just nothing. There's just so much to talk about. So this is why I need prayer. Um, so I'm going to land us here because I, I, I just, I don't want to overwhelm us. I think, I think it's really good. Um, and hear my heart, like Holy Spirit's going to speak to you. 
I'm going to share what I'm called to share, but I'm not up here so you like me. I'm not up here so you think I'm good at what I'm a good speaker. I'm not up here so, you, so that I feel validated. Like, I'm up here because God called me to do this. And so I just know that as I share what he's put on my heart, Holy Spirit's going to talk to you. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna awaken things in your heart, and you're going to get it, right? And my job is just to do the best I can. My job is to, just, is to, is to communicate the best I can, to share my life with, with abandonment, without fear, without holding back. Um, yeah, come on, God. So I just want to, can we just pray together for a minute? I just want to lead us in just in a couple prayers. I just want to go after this first a second. Um, and then, and then, and then I'll dismiss us and, and, and we can, and I'm going to call all you up and get prayer. And, um, and I want to say that you, you looking hungry for God looks different than the person to your left and to your right. Don't think you've got to look like me. Please don't look like me. That would be boring. I don't want to look like, like everyone, all of you guys all at once. I want to look like Jesse. And Devin, I want you to look like Devin. And, 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 and Kai, I want you to look like Kai. You know, it's like I just, I want you guys to look like you. And so what does it look like for you to go after God with all your heart? What's it look like? I want to take this. I want you to close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And I want you to just ask, ask God right now, God, what's it look like for me to be hungry for you, to be excited for you, to be, to be jealous for you? Yeah, Father, just, we love you, God. Come on. Okay, so I want you to know, like, this isn't a works thing. Like I said, you're not going to sweat your way into God's presence. But there is, but we do have a role. And our role is just to go, me, God, me. God, I, I want more of you. Can I, can I have a, can I just, can, can I just, can I get more of you today? Can today be the day, God? See, that's what little kids do. They just go, Daddy, I want you, Dad. And, and, and I, don't, I don't make my son work for my presence. Like my heart is, if, if I didn't have this, if I didn't have a role here, you wouldn't see me. I'd be in there rolling around the floor with him. That's the father. He doesn't need you to like, Read your Bible 30 times today or pray an hour today. He just needs you to say, yes, God. I want a little bit more. I want what she has. I want to be a little more free. I want less. I want, I want to kill this anxiety thing, God. Listen, I'm serious. He's, there's so much grace in God. You don't work for anything. But your role is just to step in and say, me, God. When you got saved, the only thing that you had to do is say yes. And so it doesn't change. Once you get saved, it doesn't change. And and now he's like, time to work, son. I know you got here for free, but uh, (laughs) there's no free rides. (laughs) 
No, it's by grace. And grace is his power to transform you. You don't even need to change yourself. Like, don't come here hoping to change yourself. Like, I, I hope I get nicer. I hope I don't sin as much. No, just come in and say, God, I need more of you. And then watch what happens. See, if it, that's what hungry looks like. It doesn't look like I'm going to go to 30 meetings in a week. I don't have time for that. I've got kids. I've got family. But I tell you what I can do. I can tell them. I can say, God, I need you this morning. And every day you wake up, just say, God, I love you. Show me more. And the next day, God, I love you. Show me more. And if the next day is extra hard, just do this. God, I love you. Show me more. Can you do that? See, I can't do this for you. Nobody can do it for you. But I tell you what, it helps to do it together. It helps to rub shoulders with people that are a little bit more hungry than you. They're going to say, hey, Devin, did you know God heals? No. (sighs) Yeah, come on. Can we just stand up? Let's just stand up. Come on. (sighs) All right. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. So I want you just, we're just going to pray with me. Can you pray? Let's, let's just pray for a minute together. Just, just say this. God, I love you. I want more. I actually need more, God. Father, you've given me vision and dreams that I can't do without you. It's no fun without you. God, there's parts of my life that really need you. And there's, and there's people around me that really need you. So, Father, I ask, come and get me. I say yes to you. Come and get me, God. I paint a target on my chest. I give you permission to cross all my boundaries. Be the God of grace and the God of power. Yeah. And now put the hands of the person next to you on their shoulder. Something nice and appropriate. <laughs> That's real. I just say, God, in your mercy, have no mercy. Come and get them. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to just pray for them. Just say, God, this is your family. These are the people that decided it was worth it to get up. This isn't a stranger anymore. This is someone that wants God in their life, that wants love. Listen, there's calls of God on the person to your left and your right. They need your prayers. Did you know that? They need your prayers. Don't don't think you're just here to attend a service. You are the service. So just pray over them right now. Say, God, get them. Give them dreams. Give them passions. Give them jobs. Give them resources. And just tell them this. Just tell them this. Say, say, look out. It's coming. (laughs) All right. Can we just give God just, just, just thanks. Just tell God thank you. Just clap for him or do whatever you want to do. Thank you, Father.
Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Be sure to visit our website at presenceoc.org to find out more about Presence Church.